state's opinion syllabus in Rutledge, Attorney General of Arkansas versus Pharmaceutical Care Management Association. If you'd like to support the podcast, please stay tuned to the end of the show. This was certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Eighth Circuit and argued October 6, 2020, decided December 10th, December 10th, 2020. Pharmacy benefit managers, PBMs, act as intermediaries between pharmacies and prescription drug plans. In that role, they reimburse pharmacies for the cost of drugs covered by prescription drug plans. To determine the reimbursement rate for each drug, PBMs develop and administer maximum allowable cost lists. In 2015, Arkansas passed Act 900, which effectively requires PBMs to reimburse Arkansas pharmacies at a price equal to or higher than the pharmacy's wholesale cost. To accomplish this result, Act 900 requires PBMs to timely update their MAC lists when drug wholesale prices increase. That's uh, Arkansas Code Annotated, Section 17-92-507, little c, 2. And to provide pharmacies an administrative appeal procedure to challenge MAC reimbursement rates, Section 17-92-507, little c, 4, big A, I, B, Act 900 also permits Arkansas pharmacies to refuse to sell a drug if the reimbursement rate is lower than its acquisition cost. Section 17-92-507-E. Respondent Pharmaceutical Care Management Association, which represents 11 of the largest PBMs in the country, sued, alleging, as relevant here, that, the, that Act 900 is preempted by the Employee Retirement Income Security Act of 1974, ERISA. Following circuit precedent in a case involving a similar Iowa statute, the district court held that ERISA preempts Act 900. The Eighth Circuit affirmed. The Supreme Court held, Arkansas's Act 900 is not preempted by ERISA. That was uh, reversed and remanded, and uh, Justice Sotomayor delivered the opinion in the court in which all other members joined except Justice Barrett, who took no part in the consideration or decision of the case. Justice Thomas filed a concurring opinion. Arkansas's Act 900 is not preempted by ERISA. ERISA preempts state laws that relate to a covered employee benefit plan, 29 U.S.C. Section 1144A. A state law relates to an ERISA plan if it has a connection with or reference to such a plan. That's uh, Engelhoff versus Engelhoff. Act 900 has neither of these impermissible relationships. Act 900 does not have an impermissible connection with an ERISA plan. To determine whether such a connection exists, this court asks whether the state law governs a central matter of plan administration or interferes with nationally uniform plan administration. That's uh, Gabiel versus Liberty Mutual Insurance. State rate regulations that merely increase costs or alter incentives for ERISA plans without forcing plans to adopt any particular scheme of substantive coverage are not preempted by ERISA. See New York State Conference of Blue Cross and Blue Shield Plans versus Travelers Insurance. Likewise, the law at issues issue in Travelers Act Travelers. Okay, likewise the law at issue in Travelers Act 900 is merely a form of cost regulation that does not dictate plan choices. And that's how that was written. 
Act 900 also does not refer to ERISA. It does not act immediately and exclusively upon ERISA plans. And the existence of ERISA plans is not essential to the law's operation. That's uh, Gobiel. Act 900 affects plans only insofar as PBMs may pass along higher pharmacy rates to plans with which they contract. And Act 900 regulates PBMs whether or not the plans they service fall within ERISA's coverage. ERISA plans are therefore also not essential to Act 900's operation. PCMA's contention that Act 900 has an impermissible connection with an ERISA plan because its enforcement mechanisms both directly affect central matters of plan administration and interfere with nationally uniform plan administration is unconvincing. First, its claim that Act 900 affects plan design by mandating a particular pricing methodology for pharmacy benefits is simply a long way of saying that Act 900 regulates reimbursement rates. Second, Act 900's appeal procedure does not govern central matters of plan administration simply because it requires administrators to comply with a particular process and may require a plan to reprocess how much it owes a PBM. Taken to its logical endpoint, PCMA's argument would preempt any suits under state law that could affect the price or provision of benefits. But this court has held that ERISA does not preempt state law mechanisms of executing judgments against ERISA plans. That's uh, Mackey versus Lanier Collection Agency and Service Incorporated. Third, allowing pharmacies to decline to dispense a prescription if the PBM's reimbursement will be less than the pharmacy's cost of acquisition does not interfere with central matters of plan administration. The responsibility for offering the pharmacy a below acquisition reimbursement lies first with the PBM. Finally, any operational inefficiencies caused by Act 900 are insufficient to trigger ERISA's preemption, even if they cause plans to limit benefits or charge plan members higher rates. See DeBruno versus NYSA-ILA Medical and Clinical Services. The decision below is reversed and remanded. Justice Sotomayor delivered the opinion of the court in which all other members joined except Justice Barrett, who took no part in the consideration or decision of the case. Justice Thomas filed a concurring opinion. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I can be reached at rhodesscholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S and the number 80. Or on uh, Twitter or Instagram. And to support the uh, the show or support me as I slog through law school, please find the podcast on Patreon or follow the PayPal link in the show notes.